Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Surprise! <laughs> hey, everybody! We're here. Well, dun, dun, dun. We're popping up. We're popping up early. Don't worry, you're not missing the Psychic Hour. We'll be back for that at 7. But there is so much that has happened in the last two days with the Vallow case that we figured we better just hop on and do a quick live and share with you guys yeah. what's going on because it's a lot of big stuff. It, it is some really big stuff. Oh my gosh. I, whew. Yeah. Some exciting. Some things we've been waiting for for a while. And I know you'll be surprised here, but a very triggered lawyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but spoiler Someone alert. His name really ends weird. with Leans. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with an M. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's start with the big money. So you guys yeah. would remember a couple of things. I'm going to refresh your memory. So uh, here about a month or so ago, a little more than a month ago now, we heard from Mr. Garrett Smith. Garrett Smith yes. being the attorney of Zulima Pastenes and Summer Shiflet. These are the sisters and sister-in-laws of Lori Vallow, as well as Melanie Pulowski, who is Lori's niece. Yes. And he is the one who recorded the conversation between the prosecutor and Summer and sent it to the defense attorneys. And they tried to get the prosecutor thrown off of the case. Remember, this just happened, right? All right. And at the time, I think we all found Mr. Smith to be fairly uh, unimpressive. Yeah, I would. That's that's a nice way of putting it. Well, things have gotten a little harder on old Garrett (laughs) Smith. Boy, haven't Yesterday. Well, not just yesterday. So last spring, there was a very nasty nasty custody situation going on between Brandon Boudreaux. That is the ex-husband of Melanie Pulowski. He's also the person who was shot at in Arizona, who most people do believe, but there's not been a, uh, you know, an, a verification of that they believe that Alex shot at him. There was an attempt on his life in October of 2019, and then he and his children went into hiding. So then in the early part of 2020, there was a very nasty custody battle that went on between he and Melanie because, uh, first of all, she actually walked away from her kids in the first place, you know, and went and got married, then decided she did want to be a part of her kids' lives. Well, her attorney, Garrett Smith, he put out a statement, a public statement about Brandon Boudreaux, that was extremely defamatory, defamatory, inflammatory, defamatory, uh, yeah. indicating that his family's involved with uh, organized crime, that he uh, is a pedophile, a sex addict, a bunch of really inflammatory things with absolutely no proof behind them whatsoever. Yeah. So 
guess what? Brandon Boudreaux and his attorneys weren't having it. So no. they filed a, defina- a defamation lawsuit against Smith and his partners. His partners at the time were the Jarvis, Smith and Jarvis, uh, and their wives, because apparently they owned this uh, joint together, this law firm. Anyway, so all of that, I know that's a lot of backstory, but I, it's this is such a long and winding road, you know. It is. It is. We have to share the details or people won't know what we're talking about. Yeah. So anyway, finally, yesterday, that case settled out of court uh, with a settlement for Brandon Boudreaux in the amount of $12 million. So Garrett Smith yesterday lost a lawsuit for $12 million for shooting off his inappropriate mouth. Are you surprised? No. No. Um, Okay, so just to verify, this is not the psychic show. We're just popping in to do a quick update because there's a bunch of movement in the Vallow case. We'll be back at seven with the psychic hour. So, you know, definitely come back for that. But that's what is happening right now. So, yeah, Melanie Pulowski, yeah, had four four kids with Brandon and just had another baby here recently. Yes, Ian Pulowski. Yep. And uh, the courts have kept her completely away from those kids, basically. They you have know, after because all of her of association that went, yeah. with Lori. Yep, and all of the lies and all the bullshit. They've kept her completely away from those kids. So, but anyway, so that was you know that made us all chuckle just a little bit. Twelve million dollars. Oh my okay. gosh, that is just an unbelievable amount of money, Mister. I've been an attorney for twenty-seven years, and I, <laughs> mm, yeah, talking about um, prosecutor Wood speaking out of turn you know in in his situation and look at what he's done and Mm -hmm. obviously settled on Mm -hmm. yeah but probably the biggest news of today drum roll please yes came directly out of fremont county fremont county is now saying that tammy daybell's autopsy is complete and they will not be releasing the results because it is a part of a pending investigation. Yeah. Woo. So what that means is, okay, think about like Alex Cox's autopsy was released publicly because he died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. Joe Ryan, his autopsy was released publicly because he was mm-hmm. died of natural causes. This mm-hmm. one is not being released because it is part of an ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. So that indicates that... There was something hinky with her death, which we all knew, of course, but they, this indicates very much that he has found, that they have found something and that this case, this report is evidence in an ongoing investigation. Yeah. So it's great news. It's a step closer to murder charges, fingers crossed. Yep. That uh, we'll be able to actually see some real consequences here. Yep. Yes. So that is all happening. It's that's exciting. That's pretty huge. It is. That's pretty huge. But what it, it did, it triggered somebody and it hurt their little feelings. <laughs> it sure did. And so you might be surprised, but probably or not. not that Mark Means has been tweeting up a storm. Uh when we got ready to go live, the last tweet came out. So I just refreshed my Twitter to see if there's anything else going on here. He hasn't posted anything else since, but he went on quite the little tweet storm, uh, you know, airing all of his frustration here. I'm not really sure why, because, uh, you know, his 
client has not been charged in anything resulting to Tammy's death yet. No, but this is Mark literally linking spotlight. Right. This is linking his client to this case, which I think is probably legally not a very smart thing to do publicly on his Twitter page. So he started out with, I've been asked repeatedly for a comment. Oh, like two people did ask for a comment (laughs) on the letter, or he asked himself two whole times, uh, issued Mm -hmm. by Fremont County today regarding the passing of Mrs. Daybell. First and foremost, my renewed condolences to her family. Mark, shut the fuck up. You do not get to give my renewed condolences to her family. You are new. You are, I I can't even with that one. You're representing the monster that ruined this family's life. Don't even with your condolences. Just don't. No. That one kills me. Yeah. So then secondly, why is Fremont County issuing a statement? It's my recollection that a Fremont deputy was present during the Fremont coroner's investigation at the Daybell property. Did Fremont not ask the Idaho attorney general to conduct this investigation? Uh, yeah, and they can still make a statement, Mark. I mean, they sure can. And she died in Fremont County. So, hello. They're still very much a part of this investigation. Thirdly, the Fremont County elected coroner ruled her death natural causes. Oh, I see. So then uh, having an autopsy and changing our minds isn't allowed? Newsflash, bro. You know damn well it is. I mean, I don't even understand why he wrote these tweets, honestly. I I don't either. And, you know, yeah. 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 And uh, that coroner done fucked up. Okay. We all know it. Yeah. And that's just how it is. They Mm -hmm. made a big error here. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. It's just weird to me that, like, yeah. Yeah. But as usual, you know. Means has to get all triggered and get his feelings hurt and get all weird. And and like none of that made any right. sense to me. Of course, Fremont can make a statement if they want to. Yeah. This they death happened had, in their county. So what I know is that the Fremont County Sheriff's Office has had the media nag the pieces out of them about Tammy's autopsy. Lots and right. lots and lots of people have contacted them many times wanting to know what's going on with that autopsy because they are usually made public at some point. So right. I'm sure that they made a public statement because uh, lots of people are wondering, but also because they can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, this has been going on now for a year, more than mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Wondering what the hell, you know? <clears throat> yeah. But he doesn't stop there. Then he starts lamenting no. about how, Frustrated he is, you know, in general about his case. I don't case. know. I'm going to get the, no, that's yes, not that's the wrong. Yeah. Okay. Just, oh, fourth. Duh. Fourth. Mm-hmm. He, gotcha. he politely numbered most of these for us. Yeah. Well, well that is nice. <laughs> what? And in order, correctly. Well, maybe mm-hmm. he did get a paralegal. Uh, <laughs> fourth, one must ask, why issue this nonsensical statement? What's nonsensical about saying we have it, we're not releasing it? Right. Uh, that makes sense to me. It's mm-hmm. obviously a media teaser. Maybe it's a Mark Means teaser. He seemed teased. It appears yeah. as a further attempt to bias slash prejudice the jury pool in the current Fremont case, although a not well-organized media campaign at the cost of the citizens of Idaho. 
this is in no way a media campaign. No. And I also know someone's not organized about it. They made one statement one time. And made it very clear they're not releasing the report. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Amber said, uh, Means is the one making the nonsensical statements, indeed. And why? Right. Why is he making these statements? Right. Why is he? Because, honestly, if this were me as an attorney, I would not be saying shit about this. Because you're connecting your client to this. Right. No, you don't. He's not quite this dumb, as we as we know. Yeah. So let's keep going. Okay. Hang on here. Let's hope this is fifth. Nope. The next one says finally. Finally. Okay. I think that's this. (laughs) Now I can't see him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Finally, one must ask yourself when the defense or the defense defense I'm an athlete mom. <laughs> the defense has to fight for the production of evidence. When list of list of witnesses for the state is produced a year or so after charges are filed, when attorney-client communications are or wrongfully recorded. Oh my God, he just can't stop. Cannot stop. No. no. All kinds He's of stuff. Going. It's already that been was just one big run-on sentence. Yeah. It it actually never ended. So that was one big statement. Then he goes on to say, when attorney-client communications are or were recorded, when attorney is denied access to meet with client for months, is the current case in Madison County never the case in Fremont. He's not being denied access to his client. He is lying. He has access to his client. He has it, but it is through glass. You know, because of this crazy old thing called a pandemic. He has never not had access to his client. That is a blatant lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to let you keep going because I can't see him to tell the order okay. now. <laughs> when witnesses are coached on what they want to hear, one must ask themselves. And again, this has already been in front of a judge. And now you're tweeting about it, Mark. And yeah, he's well, all of this has been in front of a judge because this has all been in front of a judge. the phone calls, yep. the visiting, That's you know, right. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. How yeah. credible is the state's case? Bush League tactics are never needed when you're in the right. Um, and Mark, I'm going to tell you something. Grammarly is 29.99 because you fucked all of this up. Your is Y O U apostrophe R E, Mark. Okay, it's not the word. <laughs> it's it's the contraction of you also, are. You are not your. Also, that really old baseball reference we had to look up because we didn't know what the hell it meant. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> the Bush League thing. Yeah at least have some impact here. So basically yet again, Mark is triggered. Mark doesn't seem to have much of his own case going and is going, is attacking. It kills me that he's constantly blaming the prosecutor's office for muddying the jury pool. Yeah. They're not tweeting. They're not making public statements. They're doing nothing. This statement today that came from the Fremont County prosecutor's office is the first statement that has come out in probably six months. They are not saying anything. No. They also are releasing to the public conversations between the prosecutor and potential witnesses. That was you, Mark. They have done nothing of the sort. What a gaslighter. 
to continually accuse the state of doing the thing that he is doing. Yeah, exactly. It's so exactly. Um, But, you know, he's trying to turn public opinion. I, in what I've seen so far, people in our community and people who follow this case are a damn lot smarter than he is because nobody's falling Mm -hmm. for this shit. No, no, of course not. It's just so ridiculous. So anyway, of course, means got uh, all triggered and went on the old, you know, you have to wonder, what does Pryor think of this? Is he like, Mark, knock it off. You're hurting our case. Or is he just like, taking your phone, dumbass. I'm not going to do it, but I guess if you are, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I would be very well. I mean, it might benefit his client, you know. I don't know, right? Because these cases are joined, but at some point, yeah, but they're joined, but at some point, they're hoping one of them is going to turn on the other one. We know that's the case, Mm -hmm. so maybe he's like, well, whatever, you do you. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem like um, smart work on the part of an attorney at all. No, no, it does not. And you just don't ever see this, you know? No, no, you don't. And that's, you know, that's what's crazy. We have covered a whole lot of that's cases. That's right. Here. Amber says Pryor jumped right into the crap about Woods. And that's true. He did. Yeah. He jumped right in the middle of it. That is true. That is and true. Blutched his pearls through yeah. two days of, mm-hmm. of it. Um, hearings over it but you know yeah. i mean the, the bottom line of all of this is the most important thing is that freaking autopsy is finally done yeah and it's clearly evidence mm-hmm. this is huge important news yep yep it that is that means we're one step closer to charging these fools with mm-hmm. an actual murder yep yep so woo for that we'll hold on to that most definitely yep so there you go we have uh litigation and somebody that won 12 million dollars good for you brandon boudreaux i hope you enjoy it and i hope you take those kids and you guys live your very best life far away from all of this bs yeah yep and honestly i hope means just keeps tweeting because it just gives us a little extra peek into what's going on in his paranoia and his uh franticness here because i don't mind seeing it I think it's uh, terrible for his client and makes him look ridiculous, but right. But we'll keep following him on Twitter. That's for dang sure. Well, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we just wanted to give you guys that update. Cause there was, that was quite a bit and we didn't want to uh, mess up or, you know, we didn't want to muddy the psychic hour with all of this stuff. Cause the psychic hour right. is the psychic hour. So right. we are going to go, but we'll be back in two hours at seven o'clock for the psychic hour. So that's what's up. So thanks for being here. This has been a special pop-up edition of True Crime with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. Hi, I'm Christy Brower, podcaster and professional psychic. I have spent the last 14 years honing my skills as a psychic and a healer. I work on the Purple Ocean app. You can find it in any of the app stores. And I am available every day for video and chat readings. I specialize in pattern breaking, uh, particularly in relationships, but really in any area of your life. If you're feeling stuck and like you can't move on or you can't let something go, I am the reader for you. That is exactly what I focus on. It's what I love to do. I love to help stuck people get moving and I've been doing it for many years and have been very successful at it and can do that for you as well. So if you are having trouble letting go of a relationship 
or a fear or a challenge of any kind in your life, come see me at Purple Ocean and we will do everything we can, me and my guidance system and my intuition and you, because it's always a package deal that we work together, but we will find a way to break that pattern for you. So come see me over at Purple Ocean and let's break your patterns. Life is complicated. The last year has been so hard on sensitive people. So many uncertainties and so much heavy energy to wade through. People are working on jobs and relationships, energy work, self-development, and health. So why call me? Because my clients are my family, when you invite me onto your team, I will do all that I can to help you shift from a place of surviving to a place of thriving. I can help you shift from uncertainty, stress, fear, lack, into a place of joy, peace, clarity, and abundance. Give me a call, Katie Weaver, Professional Psychic Advisor, over at 12listen.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.